1: Hello, welcome
0: back to Joe Black Meets, or if this is the first time you are joining me, welcome to Joe Black Meets. I am thrilled to be joined today uh, by some of my very favourite people. On that there YouTube's, that is Jane Douglas of Outside Xbox and Ellen Rose of Outside Extra. Um, we spoke about it a little bit in the episode, uh, but when I was preparing for Jack Race. Uh, outside Xbox and Outside Extra um, kept me sane. You know, those are my little breaks. i watch watch a nice video and then get back to, you know, gluing things together. So um, yeah, I'm thrilled to be joined um, by them. And uh, what a crossover, what a crossover. Uh, again, as always, uh, we don't have, my cat just walked in and started meowing. Would you like to say hello, Egon? No? Hopefully you heard that. Um, um, once again, as always, there is no uh, advertising on this. Uh, so please feel free to come see me on tour with my show, Club Cataclysm, touring October and November twenty twenty two across the UK and Ireland. Tickets available from my website, mrjoeblack.com. dot com, um, or find me on the socials. All of that stuff. Links are there. Buy a t shirt. Um, a print whatever you want to do can you not pull that wire please Egon thank you I'm trying to introduce Jane and Ellen um, so on that note yes come see me on tour uh, enjoy the episode this is the penultimate episode it's number seven and uh, next week is the final one of a of a series one and it's been a pleasure but I shall lament on that later Okay. Uh, enjoy the episode goodbye Hello, hello, hello to Jane and Ellen.
1: Hi.
0: Hi. Hello, darlings. Thank you both. This is the first time I'm talking to two people at the same time. So this could be chaos or this could be glorious. And I've got lovely, like, hear the hear the crinkle of those notes. These, 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 pages. yeah, they may, they may not be needed because there's three people. I always do this. I make pages and pages and pages, and then I barely even do one because everyone's having a lovely chat by everyone. It's me and one other person. But in this case, me and two other people, um, I am talking to because, uh, well, I'm talking, everyone that I talk to on this is because I, uh, enjoy and love what they do. And, uh, this one's a bit, I think will be a bit of a curveball, uh, for people listening because, uh. It's it's been sort of makeup and artists and singers and all of that, <laughs> and we've got gaming.
1: Nerds. Uh-oh.
2: the nerds are here. <laughs> Watch out. We've,
0: yeah, we've had we've had a few nerd, nerdy related things, but uh, I, I would like to think of you as head nerds. Hmm.
2: Um.
0: So yeah, you yeah, are yeah. you are from uh, outside Xbox and outside Extra, and you, how would you sum
2: up uh, what you do? on Jane.
1: Outside Xbox and Outside Extra are a pair of YouTube gaming channels and on those channels we make videos about video games. We also stream video games which is when you play video games live on the internet and we also play uh, Dungeons and Dragons as a sort of side it's not a side hustle it's part of the main hustle but it's not very video gamey it's a different kind of of game tabletop yeah. role-playing tabletop games so stuff. we do that too
0: yeah. well i think i think you know it's uh, uh, attracts the same sort of demographic uh for sure but you're, you're covering all bases there um what i and i, I had said this to ellen before because me and ellen have, have have met before but sadly i've never had the pleasure to meet you in person jane um and no. i i i don't know if this information was um given to you but when i was preparing for drag race i would use uh the outside xbox and outside extra channels as my uh my breaks so when i was like really? stoning oh things God. between you We've between you lock room you have well, t- <laughs> well not actually on drag Race race because you don't you know you're not allowed a phone but at home when you know preparing all the costumes and stuff <laughs> yeah. so it was magnus archives when i was like working because that's just like audio and it's like stone 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 putting all the stones on stuff and every time i was like sick of looking at something i was like right it's time for outside xbox or outside extra and it's because nothing quite cleanses the palette like um, you know, seven bosses that are not angry—they're just disappointed. Uh, <laughs> like that. And it's—I—I I, like—I lo- love the titles on your videos. My favourite one recently, uh, Ellen, was "Grown Woman Cries at Cat."
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it yeah, it, but, uh, it, it, yeah, I played a new. A uh, game out on uh, playstation and pc uh, stray where you're a little cat and it's really cute and i could not handle it and i i kind of knew that i was going to be very emotional playing it because i was like every single time i saw a trailer i i've made thumbnails with the cat in it and i was like getting a little bit i was welling up a little bit at how adorable it was <laughs> like they've, they've done such an amazing job with the character model of this cat and yeah i fully fully cried in a live stream at this little cat being adorable so yeah
0: <laughs> well i mean i think that's relatable content um <laughs> and i think but yeah i think possibly my favorite youtube title uh i've ever seen um oh,
2: because
0: <laughs> i've I, I myself as, as a grown man have cried at cats for more than two hours to be honest with you <laughs> yeah. um, but but i'm gonna i'm gonna crawl the crawl crawl back and say how did this all all start for you all like because this is pretty much a dream thing isn't it if if you're someone who plays games to play games and it be your job is uh is wild uh, how does that happen how do you? Who are you? Why do you do this? Explain what are yourself. You doing here? Oh my god! Yeah, uh,
1: justify well. yourself. Go, Ellen. Go <laughs> well, on. I'm no, not no, touching Jane. this one. You go. No, Jane. 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 Just,
2: well, outside Xbox yeah, right, was yeah. the first thing. So. Outside Xbox
1: predates Outside Extra. So um, about no, not about mm. ten years ago in September. Yeah. Uh, you know. Myself and Mike and Andy, who are the co-founders of Outside Xbox, founded a YouTube channel and. Um, And we've been making videos for YouTube ever since. Uh, How long ago was it that the Outside Extra Just over six
2: years. So, So, yeah. October 2016 is when Luke and I joined. Hmm. Um, I had previously been working with um, Xbox, like working on their official UK channel for a bit. And then Jane and the others saw me and were like, we're going to steal her. And I was like, yeah, sure. I like you. <laughs> so, Come to the dark side. Come to yes. the dark side.
1: Yeah, we poached Ellen for our, our little network mm-hmm. of I, content creators. Yeah,
0: I find YouTube wild because it's, for me, it's kind of everything I do is uh, quite central. But for the sort of content you make, it does make sense to have these these kind of offshoots because you've got, you know, the Dungeons & Dragons. Um, mm. And is that... that's as as a, I don't want to say lazy uh content creator that I am uh but has as someone that's brains all over the place I can't kind of focus to make things you've got all of these different channels uh and all and you've got sort of designated places for everything And all the social media how do you how do you do this what's the magic uh
2: a lot of teamwork uh, like cuz I, I I before all this I was also like um a I've been making YouTube videos since 2010 on my own, on my own little vlog channel and stuff. And you can go back and see how terrible the first videos were. (laughs) It's it's like, oh, look at little me. Um, But yeah, like uh, it makes such a difference working with a team of people because like my uploading on my personal channel is very sporadic because I only have to myself to answer to and I'm very laid back with myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um yeah, just working with a team of people and y- you're all relying on each other and all helping each other. and um, you can kind of become a well-oiled machine and you're all learning from each <laughs> other. Um and you make uh, it sound
1: so utopian. Which, I mean it's not. We're also like
2: we're also like absolutely knackered and working our butts off all the time. Um but we're all like we're looking out for each other is the thing like you're like i i have like health issues and i know that if i'm like sorry out for the count this week things aren't gonna fall apart and blow up we're just gonna like make changes and fit around that um Yeah, like, I've just, you know, I've really enjoyed working, like, because I was an outside Xbox fan before I joined, so when these guys approached me, I was like, oh my god, (laughs) Um, and I've just been really enjoying, like, I'm constantly learning from them, and I think we're all constantly learning from each other, because we're all from, like, vaguely different backgrounds within gaming and things, and I I think it's really nice, like, I wouldn't know as much about Dragon Age if if I didn't know Jane, so... that's been my main contribution to Uh, Ellen's (laughs) Ellen's, um, evolution just
0: occasionally sort of whisk Ellen to the side put put him in a corner and be like now dragon age <laughs> let me tell you I don't know anything about dragon age so I'm just gonna you know that's let, about
1: right Let tonally le- let yeah. me tell you
0: about the age of dragons
2: <laughs> there was a dragon <laughs> in an age a dragon age some Nailed may say that's, yeah. that's basically it
0: <laughs> yeah that's that's yeah that's the moment. have you not all known each other long
1: I've known um, Andy and Mike for uh, probably twelve years. I want to say maybe that. a little more than that. So long, yeah, L- long time. I mean, the the long my longest friendships. Yeah. I think the longest maintained friendships. You
0: know, <laughs> the other ones you just stumped stomped into the ground. Like I'm done yeah, with you, you know, our friends. Are, <laughs> to yeah. the gallows with you. Because <laughs> <laughs> I get this vibe from. I think that's why I enjoy the channel so much. Is because uh, as a as a collective, you all kind of remind me of people that I was friends with in school and college, so it's got a nice, um, it's got a nice kind of familiarity thing to, for me. Um, and I think um, you know, I don't, I, I don't know if I, I it's just me uh, that would be thinking that. Maybe it's because of the dynamic, maybe, and, and and the kinds of different people you all are. Um, and you, have amassed. Uh, I mean, you say you've been doing this for since what was it? Twelve? No, you've known them for twelve years. Mm, and
1: it's about ten. 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 10 for yeah.
0: Me. Um, was there like a particular like time when it really hit it? Because now you've got millions of subscribers. And I'm not for listeners who maybe that not be familiar with their channels. When I say millions, um, that's not just a turn of phrase. I mean quite literally, numerically, millions uh of That's followers right. yeah which is uh, is uh, is amazing because i felt like when i said that i was like ah it's like going there was a spider in, there were some spiders in the kitchen and there were millions of them when in fact there's, <laughs> there's two uh, no no i mean numerically quite li- literally millions um what like was it a slow process or did it hit it off immediately
1: I mean, um, not to not to detract from how hard we worked in the beginning, but we also kind of rode a bit of a wave. I think we were sort of getting into YouTube gaming at a good time. Mm-hmm. And um, it really, the channel really kind of um, exploded into life I think in the first few years and we hit a million fairly early on. And that's the point where they send you like this big golden YouTube play button. And he's Andy's, Andy's got it on his wall at the moment. I yeah. Was, yeah, I was going to say, who gets,
0: who gets to keep that?
1: I've got the silver one that we got for 100,000 subscribers and that's in my bathroom. So. <laughs> <laughs> I always find this funny have, with...
2: Oh, sorry, Ellen. That's right. I have the uh, silver one for Outside Extra up there as well. Because we, 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 so, we hit 100k. So...
0: <laughs> there's there's two two members that do not have anything in their house then I guess that's
1: true yeah mm-hmm. yeah um, well I guess Luke will get the next one and then yeah. Mike when we get the diamond play button, which is what, 10, 10 <laughs> million? 10 million, yeah. Mike can have the diamond play button. That's a, that's a
0: big number, isn't it?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> that is, uh, but that's what, I mean, so you, you sort of said you came at the, the kind of right time with it. Because game, mm, gaming mm. YouTube is, um, which is why I think uh, I, I feel quite comforted by all of you, because it's the one that I know. Anytime other ones pop up. I'm like, I don't know this person. I'm not going to watch them play a game. Um, there's so much. And I get all these, uh, my related videos is this guy. And I don't even know his name, but it's him just playing GTA uh, mods. Um, and he keeps being recommended to me at the moment. But I find him a bit, um, it's like live streams. I find him disconcerting because clearly it's the live stream and he's trying not to swear. And he just says Frick all the time. Um huh. Uh, and I'm, you know, I know you all don't swear, and your is bleeped and stuff. But it's like I've only ever watched you, and now I'm getting these like, yeah, other ones pop up. Uh, suggestions algorithmic
1: yeah. oh, suggestions that's the one
0: that's the one um,
1: don't tell me what to do algorithm yeah uh, yeah
0: yeah you might think i want to watch this guy play as thanos <laughs> and blow up policemen and you'd kind of be right uh, <laughs> so it so it, it sort of hit early and then you've been riding that that wave since growing bigger and larger and more glorious there was
1: a lot of momentum i think in the in the early days i think now that youtube gaming is so big like you say that there are so many content creators and there's there's someone for every taste and every kind of content and and i um i met a a teenage a young teenager the other day sort of friend of the family and i'd not met him before and he was astounded that youtube was my job like that's a thing <laughs> you can do and ma- and 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 make a living off of but also he watches lots of youtube gaming videos and he's like do you know this one have you ever met this one do you know this one do you watch much of this one and i had no idea what he was talking about <laughs> not a clue. so there there is there are so many it's hard to keep up with i think ellen is probably more of a like an embedded youtube native than i am like obviously i work and live on the internet and in YouTube. But I think Ellen is more sort of fluent there. I think you,
2: you-, you um... I have spent many hours You've on YouTube, <laughs> many on hours of my life yeah. watching YouTube videos. Yeah. Ella, Ella, um... Ellen sort of
0: tiptoes and, and lives amongst the people. And yeah. you just sort of yeah. go,
2: yeah. here's your video,
0: right, fuck off. And then off you go. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Ellen was born to the shadows. So I, was, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. I was
2: born
0: in the shadows, just just skulking in the background with your Nightmare for Christmas backpack, like.
2: Yeah.
0: I see you cat fail videos. Off I go. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's because uh, the I mean the the YouTube thing. As much as I do have stuff on there, it's that kind of regular. Like I said, with all, you having all of these sort of. <clears throat> offshoot things uh and my hmm. uh inability to maintain one channel um because i i take everything very personally because of of course i'm a very sensitive uh erratic uh emotionally volatile artist um that I've if what if saved. what if, <laughs> if, if if one video so if there's something i only ever really do things that i want to do it is, is the thing mm-hmm. you know i'm not To a degree, not answering to anyone at all. So if I'm like, I'm going to do this song no one's ever heard of, fuck all of you. It doesn't matter. But then I get really like, oh, no, it's not done very well on YouTube when Mm. I put it up. That is this is just the nature of the, the beast, isn't it? That some videos will do well and some will do stratospheric and some will just not do well um and is that something you kind of deal with because obviously you're doing such regular content that there mm. might be one that you really really love but it doesn't get even half as many views as that thing that you were like meh
2: ellen yeah. I'm, I'm
0: seeing a reaction from suggesting you have yeah.
2: some some
0: kind of real deep emotional uh connection to this situation
2: Yeah, well, it's this, like, you know, I've, I've done the thing where I've spent hours on a video and I've put a lot of work into it and it just, like, just doesn't, for some reason, it doesn't get picked up by the algorithm or it isn't, you know, people aren't, as it's a big game, but it's not, you know, people weren't as interested in it as... Uh, like we we did a lot of we thought oh Horizon Forbidden West there's a new PS5 game out everyone's going to be really interested and we did some coverage on it but the thing is no one really cared about their game Uh, I'm saying like in this like very general Mm -hmm. terms because another game Elden Ring came out and that's the game that everyone was talking about so I did some like in-depth horizon forbidden west videos and they kind of did okay but uh, <laughs> but the one my favorite thing is because we you know we basically do a list both of the channels do a list every week uh looking at various interesting tropes in video games like and there was one that i did that was a real like i wrote uh, like i wrote with luke and it was a real kind of like passion project of mine almost and it was about uh the the i really find sound design in games interesting <clears throat> yeah and particularly i like collectibles in games and there was a wonderful crossover of the collectibles that have really cool noises that make you want to pick them up again and again and again because you have that thing and i've seen people have discussions about it blah 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 and it did really like the the video did well and it did fine but there was just this one comment going man they're running out of ideas <laughs> <laughs> like, no that was that was an idea that i really liked it was, <laughs> it, was, was... it was a
0: passion project
2: it was like, oh no, I re- like this is something, it's really, you know, it's very. Specific, but it's something that I really like, feel strongly about that I think is really interesting. And like, it's always the one <laughs> oh, comment you remember. It's as always well, the isn't
1: one
0: it? one oh. you remember as well. Oh yeah, you know. Also,
1: you can't you can't out niche YouTube. You oh, can't you be cannot. Like, this is too niche. No, keep no. going, this keep digging. More, exactly. more obscure next time. More niche next time. Well, well,
0: this is why I don't I don't look at YouTube comments generally because I I not like like oh, Ellen. I'm gonna fo- I'm gonna focus because it's full of mm. dickheads. Mm-hmm. But I will uh, focus on that that one thing. But I just. Like the, the kind of thought pattern with this person just maybe thought you were all sat around like a board table uh and then just everyone <laughs> sat in silence just like stroking their chins and then and then you go aha the noises collectibles make and then someone <laughs> hits a hammer and goes sold go or that there, there's some sort of outside xbox outside extra overlord Um, that just sort of, just sort of like a shadowy figure that floats above the table and they go, yes, your wish is granted, Ellen. You may investigate sounds collectibles make.
2: Thank you, Lord. Um, (laughs) Jane,
0: do you have any that you've taken particularly personally? (laughs)
2: Um...
1: Do you know what? I don't mess with the comments too much. We have a lovely community, so I can reliably oh. count on like oh. the first dozen comments to be like familiar faces. people <laughs> I remember from former comments and and generally pretty amazing um I think andy is is really um uh on the front lines when it comes to <laughs> kind of comment moderation. Uh, I think he's done a lot of good work in like. I think the thing about a community is that you actually have to like tend it like a garden. Yes. Yeah. But you know, once you've got a lovely garden, it's 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 lovely and it's nice to have and and we have uh, like I say a lovely group of people who are regular viewers, regular commenters and it's sort of a virtuous cycle where you have nice people in the comments which encourages more nice comments etc cetera, etc. Cetera. So I thankfully don't engage with a lot of of like nasty stuff but actually yeah. thankfully we don't have we don't have too much like toxic nastiness which is incre- an incredible <clears throat> achievement on t- yeah on I, the mean, internet, I, I think
0: I think you've got you've got a good bunch of people what I've noticed is every time I replied to one of your uh, like any of yours things on the internet or outside Xbox or outside extras or any of the channels that we have quite we have actually have a crossover which I find
2: mm-hmm. quite um, yeah. funny
0: because uh, I didn't I really didn't expect it um,
1: and so that's. I think the first time we crossed paths, it was it was virtually it was on Twitter. Yeah. And I think I can't remember who tweeted who, but so Aaron, Aaron, was
0: it? My boyfriend Aaron saw you walking through Brighton. Yes. Yeah. And then was, I, yes. Then I messaged and was like, "Hello, you're in <laughs> Brighton." Right, that and was it Oh no, I didn't even message I think I just like tweeted It was Twitter, wasn't yeah, it? it was. Yeah. Tweet- I didn't mess- even message It was public and I sort of I don't think I expected anyone to see it That I just went Hey, do you want to be friends? Like joking, thinking you're not going to see it And then the reply <laughs> We were so
1: excited We were on the train <laughs> home from Brighton And we were like, <laughs> and we were like <laughs> Joe Black ah. <laughs> I, I, Obviously huge fans oh. And um, we, it was very exciting And I think we replied And then there was sort of comments like tweets under that from people mm-hmm. who are like my faves together at uh, last like the crossover the venn diagram of joe yeah. Yeah. And can't outside wait
0: outside can't wait possible. for the album yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, col- the collab of the century um no that was i I'm, I'm really pleased with that that kind of strange crossover because i um i, I played a lot of games when i was a, a kid and a teenager and then as i've got older i'm a little more infrequent with it, mostly with time but also I think kind of crowds that I've hung around with, I think I was with those sort of people for a lot of sort of school and college and stuff Mm. Um, and it's um, it was very much uh, from my experience as a teenager uh, very much a a sort of boys game about the the whole thing and nowadays, uh, I mean it's probably already like this but again I was just one of the geeks with a bunch of other male geeks playing games what i like is anytime i mention games online the people that reply it's mostly sort of femme presenting uh whatever their gender may be or female people that reply and that seems to be a, a massive uh part of my fan base anyway seems to be sort of female gamers um is it, it i mean it's uh, I'm, tr- I'm trying to think of a way to put it do you is it still a very male-led industry
2: Yes, but it's better than it was. Yeah. Like, it there, there's way more of us who have elbowed our way into the industry and into like kind of uh, like the sort of, the sort of jobs that Jane and I do, mm-hmm. so that people are getting more used to seeing women playing games and seeing it as just a regular thing. Um, it it's always really nice um, to see like people saying, "Hey, I got my daughter playing this and this and that," and like it it's really nice i really feel like the the younger generations there isn't as much of a gender divide uh, uh like kind of at least like between what is seen as like traditionally masculine and feminine when it comes to like gaming stuff i think there's you know those barriers are slowly coming down which is quite nice it's still uh, going to events and stuff like i went to a borderlands 3 <coughs> event uh, just before like all lockdown and everything in summer 2019 and like it was mostly dudes and like me and two of my uh like fellow press folk uh who were also women, um we like there was like well they were like four of us all sat together and of course the cameraman was like oh look women let's, yeah. <laughs> let's show some well, women yeah. from the dance. we haven't seen one of those I... in a while come here yeah. snap, 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 snap. but i think <laughs> what has been really helpful is um encouraging the cosplay community yeah um i because you see these amazing cosplayers at events and and like that has also helped break down barriers in terms of the gender divide and uh yeah but like most of all It's just, just making sure Like the industry itself And the press around it Is a little bit more mixed And that has been better um, But yeah In terms of our fan base It's also really mixed Which is quite nice
0: Yeah the ones The, the, the mutuals the on the Twitter And things seem very Very mixed uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's just I think I You know I think it's um, Again because I was Playing games You know I was playing Final Fantasy With uh, You know Final Fantasy What ten nine 9 or 10 Had just come out When I was like I played 7 and 8 Didn't love 8 um, but it was just me and sort of, you know, sweaty, spotty teenage boys uh, playing it. So it's not it's not a world that I'm massively in, but I sort of... Occasionally I'll get a game and go, oh, I'm having a gorgeous time. <laughs> and, people, um, and yeah, people seem very excited on Twitter. Uh, when I, I, there's something about... There is... Uh, you were saying about your community, but the kind of gaming community online is so keen. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and for the most part, really lovely. But then again, I'm not giving... Uh, any opinions or making lists or anything. I'm just going, I enjoyed playing Little Nightmares. And just lots of people go,
2: yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Play number two. Good
1: opinion. Yes. Yes.
0: Uh, It's because I'm not going, my opinion on Little Nightmares is I go, I liked being a little person and telling the screen to fuck off when a giant pig came at me. Or (laughs) that sort of thing. Um, The... To back to your fan bases, I was doing a little bit of research today, and I noticed that there is an outside Xbox Universe fan wiki, um, which mm-hmm. I, I also am on the Drag Race wiki. So I understand these are not necessarily complete pieces of information, um, <laughs> nor nor necessarily particularly uh, in depth pieces of information. Maybe not even correct pieces of information. (laughs) But what I particularly enjoyed is that, Jane, it says that Uh you you have a degree in physics and uh, you have previously explained the the science of Bioshock Infinite. And Ellen, yours mainly just talks about you being completely hysterical.
2: Oh uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> it's it's sort of it like a fact about Ellen, <laughs> completely hysterical. It's it's sort of like
0: ah, Jane has a degree in physics and it can explain entirely how Bioshock works.
2: Ellen screams a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've got a loud laugh and. Uh... That, oh that's, wait, do they mean hysterically I, funny, or that you are I, filled with hysteria? I just burst. I burst <laughs> la- out laughing a lot. I like see. I, I think I've read this before, where it's like she, she laughs at the drop of a hat, kind of thing. Um, and I'm like, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But like, I've just, I've just got a loud laugh, and like, because I work with people who are funny and make me laugh, I do laugh very quickly around them in videos, that's the and so people job, think that it? I just, you know yeah people think that i just laugh at anything it's like no i just think my friends are funny i think that's a
1: real (laughs) gift as well to have like a hair trigger laugh especially Mm -hmm. on on, online on on streaming and on on videos because people really enjoy seeing you enjoy stuff
0: yeah it's infectious it's infectious if you're laughing they're laughing i'll watch videos and uh, and if someone's having a really good time i'll also have a really good time we uh last night in my, my preparation to talking to you both today. Me and Aaron watched, uh, I think it was an hour and 40 minutes of you all playing the werewolf.
2: Uh, mm. Oh, that's a
1: good one. That, yeah. was, that was really that was fun. fun. But
0: I'm so used to you, Ellen, uh, laughing and, and being a, an hysterical human being, as in filled with hysteria, that because your camera started <laughs> lagging, it was mostly you oh. just, you were just sort of staring deftly at the screen and occasionally <laughs> holding out a bit of paper <laughs> that just said paper. like camera not working um, <laughs> but it was it was, it was was so fun and I mean if people do uh, enjoy watching live streams of that thing please do check out the werewolf one because okay it was an hour and 40 minutes I had many cups of tea I had snacks and it got to the point that I was so invested that I started like gasping at things so it, yeah <laughs> you're, oh, amazing. I, I'm watching what seven seven little blocks of people's faces on a on webcams uh and then it will be like you know the werewolf uh will kill jane but then the healer saves jane and then Mm -hmm. the the seer wants to investigate jane so i'd go oh 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 um (laughs) it was it i i i felt like i tuned into the absolute best um audio drama um but talking of audio dramas you have your... Uh, something I'm, I'm not unfamiliar with your uh, recording, because Aaron has it on all the time. Uh, I'm unfamiliar <laughs> with Dungeons & Dragons as a whole, but this is, like, is it weekly?
1: Gosh, at the moment it's weekly. Well, it's not Dungeons & Dragons, so we, we have Ox Venture as our spin-off that does tabletop role-playing okay. games, which is the kind of game you play with dice on a tabletop.
2: Uh-huh.
1: So... Um, <laughs> So we play Dungeons and Dragons and we've played it for about five years. More recently, we've added other tabletop role playing games or TTRPGs. And the one we're playing at the moment, although we will go back to Dungeons and Dragons imminently um, because we love it and it's so huge, uh, mm-hmm. but at the moment we're playing Blades in the Dark, which is a different kind of, of, of tabletop role playing game. And that is coming mm-hmm. out weekly on Outside Extra at the moment, every Friday.
2: Mm-hmm. So it's very that- steampunky and fun nice well that's so that's because
0: I was uh, thinking like there is obviously there's a performative element to presenting and making videos and all of that but not in in the same sense as someone on stage though obviously it requires the same sort of charisma and, and it's a different skill that there are people that are amazing on stage that cannot talk to a camera i am someone that finds it very difficult to talk to a camera but i'm very i can very comfortable doesn't matter how many people are in front of me to do my thing but as soon as the camera is there i'm like i don't know what words are (laughs) um but with your your role-playing ones there's obviously the, the the character storytelling element of it um is does is presenting help to that or is it just you were all just gagging to be mythical wonderful fantasy creatures and you were like this was my
1: calling all along <laughs> I think it's the perfect the perfect match for a bunch of show-offs like we are for one so um, it's that and it's it's also basically um, it's improv it's, it's like improv theatre or improv comedy she said not you know, not being um, an expert either, but it feels like that kind of vibe where you get to improv and play with people and and collaboratively tell a story, and also sometimes you roll a dice to see you know what the outcome of a particular thing you've attempted is. But um, it, there's definitely a crossover with presenting, but I think mm-hmm. it's it's also about that we're very comfortable with each other. Yeah, I think, you know, being being great friends makes it a fun time, mm-hmm. obviously, and and but the same reason you would play D and D, not. Filmed and not, you know, for for the internet.
0: You, you say you're not an expert or, you know, proficient in that area. Clearly, y- you all bloody are, because you've no. got this 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 wildly everything you do is wildly successful. I'm I'm I'm, I'm very very lovely, very lovely, jealous, very jealous. <laughs> <Thank> um, you know, <laughs> everything you all seem to touch has to the gold, but uh, it's because you're all brilliant. Um, but. Clearly, you are very good at it because you you you're doing it. And then did some so you've been added as characters also into another game, right?
2: Yeah, Idle Champions. Uh, Jane's character Prudence was the first one added, and most recently it was my character Meryl Wen. Um And yeah, it's really wild, like seeing these characters that we made up, like suddenly like in an official Dungeons and Dragons. <clears throat> mobile pc game and it's it's wild so
0: i my neighbor um who follows me on social media have only just realized because they popped up um who i don't really <laughs> see so they um i'm in a basement and they're upstairs they sometimes have their their i will get this is related to you by the way and as much as roundabout as this seems um uh they often have their their window open and they have a projector. Um, rather than a television That goes across one wall And walking past uh, It has been clocked That they have been playing As your characters In <gasps> this Oh <game>. my
1: gosh <laughs> Get out
0: yeah, I know they're That's gonna, amazing they, they follow me online If they're listening to this Shout out to you Tom
2: Hi Tom <laughs> Hi Tom
0: <laughs> I, think I think their name's Tom I've also learned from social media That they're a magician um, I wow. didn't know this. They, that, you know, sorry, Tom, but it does make a difference from playing the same three guitar chords over and over again.
1: Uh... <laughs> Is that part of the magic act? Is that practice? What's I don't, going on?
0: I don't know, but uh, I'm saying that, but the, the, poor fucker has to listen to me playing like the same <laughs> on a court on accordion over and over again so he right. he's heard yeah. me recording so he'll hear me screaming the same lines of the song over and over again there was one time i felt so sorry for him because you can hear everything in because i hear him shagging people sorry tom um that um oh, it's loud it's
1: okay tom we won't tell anyone else
0: <laughs> um that i was trying to do david bowie life on mars and only after about 2 days of trying did i suddenly go i can't sing this so poor poor tom for 2 days for hours and hours on end was just hearing me going is there life on
2: mars <laughs>
0: Um, so we, but basically we, I think everyone in this building has a rule that they don't complain to each other because we're all fucking hideous people, uh, that (laughs) is making all the racket, all the noise. Um, so we, it just goes unspoken. Uh, (laughs) Um, I, uh, something I do want, I do want to address because I feel like, you know, it's an, it's a, a bit of an elephant in the room is that, uh, I feel like, um, I may be using this moment in time uh, to use some fame here because, Jane, you are, of course, riding the wave of unnamed scientists that stood behind Laura Dern in Jurassic Park Dominion. <laughs> Yay! Yeah! Finally. How, how has your life yeah. changed since you played it's unnamed...
1: break. Since you played
0: unnamed scientists standing well, behind Joe, Laura Dern. Well, I'm trying
1: not to let the fame change me, but obviously my life has been turned upside down yeah, you since can't. being an extra in the back of... Jurassic
2: World Dominion. <laughs> yeah. she's in the Ready Player One trailer. Oh boy, just the just yeah, the trailer. I had a, and the film. No, I'm in the really. I'm in the film, but
1: it was it was it was easier to spot because it was kind of carved out. There's a bit of of that film that was carved out for the trailer, and I'm like, there I am in the bloody background. But I have um I have a, a sort of. A, a very small history of doing extras bits in uh-huh. movies but mostly with my face covered or standing somewhere where the camera cuts my head off or <laughs> being out of focus or dressed as an alien so you can't see me or Yeah J- Jane like that. Jane's
2: been in a Star Wars but you I can't see her face <laughs> Yeah yeah
1: so um yeah, it's a glorious history of of having not at all noticeable extras roles, but it's it's fun. It's fun.
0: That's not I mean that is quite fun. Are you going to con- do you intend on continuing that or uh do you do you want to be named at some point?
1: I mean, what I've learned is um <laughs> being an extra is not the way to make it in hollywood if you no. can, if you can believe <laughs> no! it that's not where you get spotted where someone goes look at that extra get her on camera give her a line so um <laughs> i it is fun though just to be on set it's um i don't know if i'll keep it up <coughs> um with any any great frequency or or regularity because it's actually really tough being in like a crowd scene is like you're treated just like movable warm furniture and you're Mm. just standing (laughs) around for enormous periods of time between takes or while they while they set something up and and you're not especially important or even necessarily appreciated not i'm not 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 to throw shade on jurassic world dominion that was a lovely experience but um But, you know, these are hardworking people trying to get a job done. And basically you are a bit of like set dressing, a bit of furniture to kind of move around.
0: This sounds like uh, filming Drag Race. Um... Ah, (laughs) (laughs) Again, I keep saying this. I'm out of contract. Fuck them! The uh, one thing I did, I did want to uh, address in regards to my own uh, history of gaming is there's there's a few things i'm going to ask you about bioshock and some science actually because i am curious but uh in that wiki that i was looking at it was ellen it was mentioned that you refused to play skyrim until they'd made a mod to remove the frostbite
2: spiders um yeah i i literally i was i remember when the skyrim trailer first dropped many moons ago and many skyrim releases ago um (laughs) and uh i remember watching being like because i'd played a lot of oblivion i loved it um and i was like brilliant i cannot wait for this this music is epic this great and then they showed in this trailer a huge frostbite spider and i was like i i can't do that (laughs) i've got a I'm really arachnophobic. Um, we've actually done a couple of videos on Outside Extra where, um, and it, it funny enough, it was my idea because I was like, <laughs> look, this is a thing that I experience a lot with video games that I can't play because they have spiders in. Uh, and I trust Luke with my life. So I was like, Luke, <coughs> do you want to find some clips? Of spiders and show them to me, and I can judge them and say how <laughs> awful they are or good they are or whatever. Um, or, like, kind of enemies designed around spiders, things like that. And, uh, like, kind of like we do it like this fun like science video where Luke's like pretending to take notes in a lab coat and stuff still- <laughs> they're <laughs> like oh okay cool interesting <clears throat> interesting okay and, and I'm just like on the sofa being like nah. <laughs> this is this is where you get the reputation
0: for being uh, full of hysteria. people keep showing you yeah, of spiders <laughs> <clears throat> so it's so when i saw that and it suddenly i had like a a kind of core memory unlocked for myself that mm. um there is one game that i can only play if somebody does two levels for me i cannot play them and that is legend of zelda ocarina of time because i have two two fears Mm -hmm. one is being underwater Uh, so i also couldn't play the sonic games when he then they go underwater it does that
2: the music. Yeah, 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 yeah. It
0: would give me like a full blown panic attack as a kid. And the water temple in Ocarina of Time. Yeah. So other people my cousin used to have to come round and do when I was playing through Ocarina of Time, they had to do the Water Temple. But the other one they had to do was the Shadow Temple. Because I had a dreadful, dreadful fear. And for anyone who's not played it, um obviously I'm a little bit biased in terms of how scary I find it is um these shadows get larger and larger underneath you and then a hand grabs you yeah and i don't i really don't like it um mm-hmm. i also can't play echo the dolphin by the way like it's <laughs> any <coughs> underwater stuff uh mario yeah. 64 when the underwater levels i don't know what it is it just me about but it's mo- so it's the shadow temple and the water temple in ocarina of time so i have w- played through the games a few times but i have never once myself done the shadow or water temple um mm-hmm. do you so your- yours is spiders jane do you have any like irrational fears with games
1: I think it's pretty. uh, I I think it's rational, first of all, to be afraid of shadows that like grab you from (laughs) under the ground. Yes, that's totally rational. That's fine. Um, I'm not fond of spiders, but I, 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 and I know where Ellen's coming from because I'm not. I'm not fond of those frostbite spiders either. They're sort of Mm. really nasty. But um, I don't think there's anything that I just can't face in a game. And I'm not saying that because I'm a brave hero, but. but no, there's nothing I that, nothing that comes to mind. Oh, okay.
0: Um. <laughs> you have to do any time no, my... there's spiders, you have to do the levels for Ellen. Like my I'll do, do I'll them. do your
1: spider levels for <laughs> you, Ellen. Whenever there's a spider level. No, my fears are all existential, so games don't, <laughs> 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 games
0: is it don't just, really touch. The is side. it just like you know, looking out into space or, or la- large, empty, vast plains, and you think life means nothing.
1: Yeah, I mean, in, I'm infinitesimally, meaninglessly small. That's that's my phobia. There was
0: a, I forgot I forgot to note it down, but there was a lovely quote from you. There There's a quote section on this wiki. I've got everything from this wiki. Um, <laughs> there was one about God's like the world is like Godzilla. Um, I can't remember the exact thing. But was, The world is like Godzilla it is unfathomably huge and doesn't want to kill you, but it can or it will or That's something.
1: right, yes. Space space <laughs> is like Godzilla because they're both like big, beautiful and they don't want to kill you, but they will kill you. Space will kill you, Godzilla mm-hmm. will kill you, but they don't mean anything by it. It's not personal, you know. So I, I mean, can't even remember why I was talking about space or Godzilla, but <laughs> I do remember the line. So, and there
0: was yeah. a there was a lovely one from you Ellen that I saw and there was like, What is what is it with Pokemon and dead children? <laughs> or, uh,
2: <laughs> yeah yeah, what is it? <laughs> yeah, like basically Luke was quizzing me on uh, Creepy Pokédex entries and I, I had oh, to I guess what the Creepy Pokédex was on. It was a show of a weekend, like we do a weekly show, uh, kind of like just the two of us on the sofa having a laugh. And uh, yeah, and like all of them were just like, all so many of them had dead children in it. And I was so like, dark. what is it? This is a children's game. Why are all the-
0: <laughs> well, Cor- Coraline oh is technically a children's film, and you know where that ends. yeah. Up.
2: Oh, I love, <laughs> uh, that. I love that film.
0: Terrifying. When I, because um, when I spoke to Dawn French, obviously Dawn was in the film and also narrates mm-hmm. the audiobooks. So she went on to explain. She went, "Oh, it's not just scary for children; it's scary for adults too because it's like yeah. your children being taken away, and and then for the kids, it's mm. the parents." But yeah, these a lot of these kid things are not entirely appropriate. Uh, like Pokemon. I'm, I mean, there's all the sort of banned episodes and stuff of the TV show. Um that some for I'm sure <laughs> there was one that was uh, because of um what's it called? Epale- uh, photosensitive.
2: Yeah, oh yeah, they have a lot of yeah, flashing lights, of and flashing and lights then and, then and I things think like that, yeah.
0: One was also removed mostly because of of massive bouncing breasts, right? That was That's one of often them, yeah. an issue and things like that, yeah. It's that bloody James, isn't it? That James <laughs> of the Jesse and James team rocket. Um, yes. But um, talk, <laughs> t- talking of things uh, terribly inappropriate for children, uh, Bioshock I'm going to come back to Yay. that because that is one of my favourite games I've ever played <clears throat> and they obviously they, for a while ago they were going to make a, a TV series or a film and then they wouldn't give it the 18 rating so it got scrapped and now it's been announced again that they're making it mm-hmm. um, making it happen um uh, i would like to know some science jane
1: oh okay what kind of science
0: well you you it it mentioned in this this all-knowing wiki that you explained the science of bioshock infinite um yes
1: so we made a video back when bioshock infinite came out um the game has these themes you know it's it's a science fiction sort of game and it has these themes of um of kind of determinism and quantum mechanics in that kind of like really delicious like pop science way where it sort of interprets genuine, you know, scientific hypotheses and and sort of lays them out in a kind of fantastical science fiction way. And I think it did it really well. So the idea of like um, uh, multiple dimensions and um, uh, well, like I say, determinism, and and those are the themes of the game. Um, I don't want to. Well, do I want to spoil it? It is an old game. It feels like Statue it's, been, of out. it's limitations, been out a while, is isn't it? Like... <laughs> yeah, there you go. So um, the game ha- the game treats a lot on um, on on um, characters that exists in different kind of um, versions across different universes. And there's a part of quantum mechanics that is like, okay, quantum mechanics can't explain true randomness, right? True randomness um is difficult to reconcile with uh quantum mechanics and and also determinism. And there is one interpretation that's like, well what if every time um okay, I think this is a pretty Bioshock infinity way to explain it. Every time you flip a coin, if it goes heads or tails, why did it go heads or tails? Um maybe because in the universe you're in it went heads and then in another branching universe you got a tails and now you've got two universes where where one got one got heads and one got tails and then and then you've got an infinitely branching kind of multiverse of of um of outcomes and i think that's it ish god <laughs> it's been ah. a long time since i had to think about games <laughs> games are, games are-
0: Fucking brilliant, mate. Um, yeah. I mean th- those those games are particularly I'm, I'm so excited for the adaptation of it. I've immediately emailed an acting agent to go and the na- <gasps> the the name escapes me now, and I had it last night while I was furiously sending emails. I don't even know <clears throat> how far along they are, but I want to be the absolute Fucking lunatic with the white face and the handlebar mustache in the first Bioshock. But oh the, yeah, I
1: could see you doing that.
0: Well, yeah. the, basically he looks like me after I've had my makeup on for a few hours. <laughs> the, the artist one and I had the name and I, I was in it and I said um I took a screenshot of him and I sent it to the agent and I was like, You tell me this is not me <laughs> <laughs> It's a part I was born to play. Um, I just I I I've never done uh anything like that. Uh, and the same with voice acting stuff. I think when I saw When I Met You, Will, and I was like, "They're making Fable. I want to be in Fable. I don't yeah. care what I." And you gave me the, the the studio like name and stuff. And I think we my team maybe emailed and they we got a kind of like we'll let you know. Um, <laughs> uh, and I may I I mean I was happy to be anything. I, I mm. you know merchant seller first boss oh they need all
2: those regional accents in fable games as well you know you and you're you're good with your voices so well after that i
0: think for ages like weeks afterwards i was really like focused on doing a voice in a game that i just walk (laughs) i just walk around the flat going like doing the the resident evil um merchant because it's one that people take the piss out of a lot um Hello, stranger.
2: Stranger.
0: <laughs> what you buying? What you selling? <laughs> Hello, stranger. Just for for weeks, Aaron was like. Well, they're
1: remaking Resident Evil Four, so you should <gasps> hit up Capcom in case they they need you for the remake. I think yeah. I sound
0: exactly like the previous man who was very good at the job.
1: <laughs> Do you, I mean, like, close your
0: eyes. Can does does this sound like I'm playing a clip? Hello, stranger. What you buying? What you selling? <laughs> right?
1: It's uncanny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: I am Capcom. <laughs> have Have either of you been in like in games before? Other oh, than your characters in 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 the um, the Dungeons and Dragons one?
1: Um, I think no. I know Mike and Andy and I once did some voice stuff for Worms. Do you remember Worms? <gasps> you remember the worms is it mm-hmm. just not the original worms
0: sex obviously
1: yeah they they obviously we didn't have yeah. to do the squeaking we just did normal voices and then they made us all squeaky uh, <laughs> but there was like a sort of downloadable voice pack you could have with our voices as the worms um, so yeah big brag there and uh Oh, recently I've been playing Two Point Campus, which is the new sort of like sim game from uh, from Sega where you build a university campus. And I was a huge fan of Two Point Hospital, which is a sim game where you build a hospital and manage a hospital. And um, they, they made a Little Jane to be in <gasps> that game, yeah, but it, she's not voiced, so it's not my voice or anything. But she's got kind of like my hair a little bit, and um, and mm-hmm. she's got an an OX logo for Outside Xbox, Outside Extra on her jacket. So I think that's the closest I. have That's gotten. well cool
2: yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. But we, we all ought to be in Fable. I'm saying everyone oh, 100%. here ought to get an NPC kind of role in Fable. I, a little I cameo. I put
2: so many hours into the Fable series. I, I'd be heartbroken. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I <laughs> didn't get a call. They are, they,
0: I mean, they are phenomenal games. And it's one of those ones, it's, it's, it's such a British game as well. All the, it's, mm. you know, all British accents, all the different, mm-hmm. all the yep. different kinds. And it's, yeah, I'm, uh, if they don't come a call in uh yeah. I'm be furious yeah. they need to indi- knock each of our doors individually what would you what would so I'm I'll ask you both individually what would you like to play in 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 say fable for instance describe to me the the kind of character you would like to be
2: anything honestly <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know uh um I like doing my regional accent, and I know Fable like doing. <laughs> so a farmer, you know? so a, yeah, a local like farmer. a nice, nice you know farmer lady, or you know someone working the shops, and oh hello there, hero, how are uh, you going? You a, know? Hum- a
0: humble peasant. <laughs> yeah,
2: either that or like I really like evil characters. And doing the very you know british english disney villain voice you know (laughs) i think i think that would be really fun well
0: what could actually happen is that you could have both so you start out as a as a a humble farmer that they meet across the (laughs) way hello hero like that And and everyone thinks that um you know you're all very nice and you're very lovely and as it gets towards the end, you know, you're just there doing whatever you need to do. you milk milking your cows, whatever yeah. you need to do. And just suddenly the sky turns black. Then and the head... I reveal who yeah. I you really <laughs> am. The head turns round. You go, Hello, hero. Have you prepared <laughs> to die? Yeah. Is it Kreier in Knights like, of the Old Republic where it was like hello I'm your wise your wise mentor and at the end they're like right and now I'm the final boss sorry for the spoiler everyone the f- game has also been out for quite <laughs> You've had some long time um, mm-hmm. so that's that's what I've decided your arc is Ellen mm-hmm. uh, Jane what, I, what's... like
2: mid game boss like mid game like Ooh, I, you don't want to yeah. go you don't want to go okay. to the end not too ambitious no 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 like just like I I and then like after my death the real boss is revealed. Um, and then you find out that the game is an extra five hours, you know, that, that kind of level. Oh, so
1: before the players <laughs> gotten annoyed, you yeah. want to be there while there's still goodwill. Yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, okay. Is it like one of those things where you think you, you such a... Oh, God, it happens all the time, doesn't it? When you're playing something, you're like, right, cool, smashed it. And then you hear a choir start and you think, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> it it's always like <laughs> that Final Fantasy VII remake when it just keeps going. And oh going,
2: my gosh! The final going. boss, I, so, I, I rage quit. I rage quit
0: I, I, So I was playing it, and I was so determined to finish it, and I knew that it ended when you left Midgar. So I was playing mm. it, and it was like what, three in the morning, and I was like, "Oh, I'll mm. oh, get out of Midgar. That's the end." Um, like mm-hmm. I'm aware it ends here. I've played the original one. Like da da da, and then it just went on and on, and it's like five in the morning, and my eyes are starting to like <laughs> swivel in different directions, <laughs> and then. You've got this like heavy metal version, like five hours long of you fighting. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, how can One Winged Angel just get more and more intense? <laughs> As you're, you're, oh God, it killed me. Sorry, yeah, I just, again, a core memory was just unlocked there. Where mm-hmm. I. Yeah, so that's what's going to happen with you in Fable. You'll be the mid-level boss, yeah. and then you, yeah. the Humble Farmer show, and then it will open up, and some sort of fucking hell beast crawls out. Yeah. One-winged angel. For some reason, they've got that in Fable. That starts playing. Um, yeah. And there's, like, seven stages of you. Um, sorry, Jay, we you haven't answered this, and we've proper gone mm-hmm. off on one.
1: Well, that was an iconic answer, Alan, so I don't know how to talk that. But I think... I think the thing to do if you're only if you're only doing a cameo in a game, the thing to be is like an NPC who has like two voice lines, like short little, you know, they call them barks where it's just like a, a miniature voice line, but it gets overused in the game. So everyone is like kind of annoyed with you or kind of like making memes out of you. Yes. And in that way, you're the most memorable thing about the game. It's, so that's
2: perfect. It's like
1: like the like the um like the, the shopkeeper in Resident Evil 4. Right? <laughs> You, you, you only need four <laughs> lines, but if you deliver them right, you'll be the thing that everyone remembers. Well, there's the, the mm-hmm.
0: infamous Skyrim. Is it Skyrim or it's one of the Elder Scrolls ones where it's yeah. the, uh, the yeah. I yeah. took an arrow to the knee.
1: That's mm-hmm. who I want to be, Joe. That's who I want to be—the guy who's like, "Yeah, I used to be an adventurer like you until I took an arrow to the knee." And there's, I, I do, I do one day—not one day—I do five minutes in the studio. I record that line. <laughs> I walk out, and I'm immortal in in Skyrim. Everyone makes <laughs> memes about me.
0: What would be what, what would be the line, though? I, I understand I'm putting you on the spot right now, but oh, uh, oh. you used to be an adventurer. The arrow to the knee—that's that's taken. Um, it's no. such
1: it's such a good line, though. Um, T- Todd Howard, I think, so um, the the sort of creator the guy behind skyrim was was saying that that line doesn't actually appear in the game as much as you think it's not more or less prevalent than other sort of more bland lines yeah but because it's got a little bit of extra flavor in it you know it's about about someone getting shot in the knee which is really memorable that's why everyone's like god that line is all over skyrim i can't believe they use it so much um (laughs) it's actually not in it as much as you think so to that point it needs to be something that is like was intended as something you know, every day, something that you might just say but, in passing. But it is but borderline, extra absurd, yeah. borderline absurd. Borderline <clears throat> absurd. So, yeah, I would have to model it on, on the knee line. Um, uh, oh, it would be something innocuous and, and kind of and, and banal, like, oh, what a lovely day it is, something, something. And then the something, something is like, <clears throat> um, oh, God, I do feel put on the spot. Um, or something like, lovely
0: day for picking apples. Or
1: <laughs> there you go. Oh. yeah exactly because that's on the face of it that's not a weird line but it is also a weird thing to say uh, especially if I, if my character wasn't picking apples just wandering around the town square saying yeah, that, lovely day for picking apples That's
0: and, one of apples. the one one thing yeah. from our our binge of watching the werewolf game last night uh, that the, the there's a a bit that's like embedded in my head since then is um I think it was Andy shouting as as their character was voted to to be burnt. Uh, he says, killing me <laughs> won't bring your apples back. <laughs> but, but also for this line, you could also have something really ominous mm. that isn't necessarily mm. ominous. It does, just depends how you say it. And that's acting, isn't it? So lovely day for Variety. picking apples. You know, or that could it? be yeah. it could be lovely day for picking apples. Or you could just walk by and then you hear lovely day for picking
1: apples. And that sounds like a threat. (laughs) I don't want any of that. Yeah. That's sinister. Yeah. I don't know what it means, but I'm terrified. Or we
0: go, you mix the two and you go, lovely date for picking apples.
1: apples. (laughs) Now what the hell's up with these apples? (laughs) I'm intrigued and terrified.
0: People think, how about those apples?
1: Yeah. How about
0: what has it done to that that you know, what has it done to honest Jane? That's what they'll (laughs) say. Honest Jane She's been is, at the
1: apples she's Again been, She's yeah. been She's been at the
0: apples Ellen were these The <laughs> apples that you grew In your Your Your, your humble <gasps> Cider farm Yes Why, The evil yes, apples Grown by farmer Ellen <laughs> Who actually turned out To be a A, a hellish Yeah
1: uh, Yes mob- and everyone who consumes farmer ellen's apples turns into a zombie you know how they do or a, far, know, undead farmer
0: farmer farmer ellen demon ellen honest jane <laughs> mali- not malicious ominous honest yeah. jane yeah. and ominous jane
1: yeah. yes <clears throat> I think we're Mer- doing your work for you here, Fable. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I feel like I am in to touch.
0: Brought on as some, we, we're not not just me. I don't want to take all the credit here. I believe we yep. we bounce this around the boardroom and, and and the sort of story spec-
1: consultants. Yeah, credits. yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Yes, please. We we, mm-hmm. uh, we we so we we've sorted out Fable essentially. So the hero <laughs> meets <laughs> the humble the humble farmer Ellen, the humble farmer who turns out to be a, a malicious hell beast that has poisoned the apples and you know the 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 town the the lovely honest chain, you know goes about town being honest um you know as eating the, the basket apples. of apples
1: yeah and, and
0: do you know what the final boss is i reckon the final boss can be an apple right and you think <laughs> yes. right and you beat the apple and then a worm comes out of the apple and you're like, oh, you fucking you know, Then the yeah. then one, wing, one-winged angel starts. Uh, they've got a yeah. in on this. <laughs> You've and,
1: got five hours left to go. Yeah. And then, and then you kill the
0: worm, and you're like, oh, and then like Mecca worm turns up or something. I don't, mm-hmm. I, I, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm just floating ideas here. Um, you know, there, it's a pipe dream, really. I'm, I'm just, I'm just trying to really riffing. <laughs> <laughs> it's talking of uh, <coughs> wild, uh, really out there dreams. It's uh, the the uh, occupation you both have is very. Uh, d- in terms of me asking this question to other guests, it kind of sits a little bit differently. So me me asking someone who does uh, predominantly acting, or performing or singing, what a kind of dream thing or uh, a a goal would be. Because you've kind of... Uh, not that I'm trying to put words in your mouth But you're sort of living the dream isn't it? You're your own bosses on a wildly popular YouTube channel You're getting to present um, You're getting to do all of the cool things around playing games And there's obviously loads of nice little extra things that can happen Like being in a game, playing a cameo in a game Like what... What things do both of you... Is there like a dream thing that you're like I oh, really... I want to do that because, again, it might be me being naive, but from from where I'm sat, I'm like, oh, they're doing it. They're living the dream. You're you're doing the thing that clearly you all love with, you know, of course, the uh, added perks of being uh, unnamed scientist behind Laura Dern, uh, behind Laura Dern in Jurassic (laughs) Park. These are just the things that come with celebrity. But, uh, (laughs) um, yeah, so what are their kind of dream stuff that's floated around your minds?
2: I'd love to be in Doctor Who one day. See, that's... Just that's, to be a character in an episode of Doctor Who. A friend of mine uh, was in Doctor Who. He was the first person to get shot by a Dalek in the, the, the new series, in the Christopher <laughs> Exit, the reboots. Flame. And uh, it's my friend, uh, John, and he he's also does voice acting work um, and uh, he's he's Dandelion in The Witcher 3 and things like that. So you're any gamers listening will probably have heard his voice but like I'd, I'd just love to do something like that just like have, have that a seems character. like an achievable goal like. yeah that is like it's a dream but it yeah.
1: seems feasible so let's, just like let's work BBC's, on ways to make that happen
0: Someone yeah.
2: call me that's also a yeah. cool like
0: extracurricular thing because it's like yeah what you do can <clears throat> you know you're in the kind of more sort of geek world that it absolutely like it's it all makes sense Um, and I think yeah I think that's absolutely doable Uh, you know I've got contacts at the BBC Uh, they didn't reply to my emails but I've got contacts at the BBC Um, (laughs) um, Jane what about you what's the thing
1: I think uh, rather well intracurricular if we're talking about outside Xbox outside extra our spin-offs our our kind of ventures there um, are D and D kind of spin-off, Oxventure, mm-hmm. is kind of like the precious baby. Well, it's about it's about five years old, so it's not really a baby anymore. But it is comparatively new, mm. and it's it's something we're all passionate about, and we all really enjoy. And it's and it's different to the kind of the day-to-day of of making video game videos on YouTube, which is of course the the bread and butter and and what we love. But um, I would love to grow Oxventure, and I, yeah. I, I that is sort of the plan. That is like on on the on the schedule
0: um, and has like, been for a while. Live gigs? Because that's what I, <clears throat> I find really cool is that you also do, um, <laughs> you know, comic-con appearances. And uh, that's something I'm so jealous of. I love the idea. That's why I want to be in something like Fable. It's fuck the, the money and the actual work and the, you know, the, I mean, obviously being in it would be amazing, but it's purely afterwards so that I can sit behind, like, a picnic table at a convention center <laughs> and have a picture of some like hideous pig monster behind me and it says voice of hideous pig number four or something yeah. like that like oh i just it makes me so happy the idea of i that. feel
1: like do you have you ever played D? is that you mentioned you're sort of no no no, it, no i'm
0: no i've not played it i'm too I self-conscious like be... for these things
1: Oh come
0: on. Oh really? no you, oh, I was thinking really? about this today is that I love the idea of it and I think that's why it's so lovely to hear other people. Um and I'm sure once I got into it I would really be into it. But I, I had to have this image of me sat there going, Oh, and and then I um and then I do do a fireball. But then I do my, my when I play games, generally the games I like to play are like Fable or Skyrim, uh and bioshock to a degree is that you you can choose between good and evil Mm -hmm. and i have never played any of those sort of games without like i've never and i i've tried but i always stop and start again i am always completely maliciously evil always a magic user i am always like my aim is i'll begin a game and i go right now it is time to be the most destructive, despicable, horrible dark wizard that has ever lived. <laughs> it is a, and I get so into it. And I'll find myself on these games, like sort of, you know, because they are role playing games, playing them. And I'll, Fable is the most fun one because I'd be like, right, is a village. It's time for everyone to die. <laughs> um and maybe that. You know what I'm hearing
1: be. is that you would be a really excellent evil, like chaotic evil wizard in D and D. Yeah, I think you would be you would be brilliant at it. Yeah. when when you do, we'll have you on stage at Oxventure, and we could we could do you as a guest a guest <gasps> role in Oxventure. Yeah, we've and had I'm guests. Sure everyone would eat it up. Yeah, we, oh yeah, we would
2: God. absolutely. You could be our celebrity guest.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'd love that. Uh, do do is it able to be an evil wizard? I thought everyone had to sort of work together and overcome evil.
2: Oh jane's an evil warlock
1: i'm an oh. evil warlock i'm a chaotic evil warlock so we'd be best friends yeah so there's um in D D there's a um a sort of what do they call it the morality g- grid it's yeah yeah it, so, so the oh, hang on <laughs> i can't believe this is sli- a morality alignment alignment chart, that's it scale and so on that's you can word. go good neutral evil that's your sort of morality and then there's your lawfulness which is like lawful neutral chaotic and then you sort of like you know you're some combination mm. of those things so i'm like chaotic evil and ellen you're i'm are you? true neutral true neutral so you're
0: neither so good I nor bad of, lawful or chaotic Do what gets done. you, know? you bloody fences <laughs> <laughs> um, so so uh, jane what you are telling me is that this whole time i thought in dungeons and, dungeons and dragons and those games i thought you had to be I thought you had to be a good person and overcome evil. No, no. <clears throat> no. I mean,
1: you will probably have to find a way to work together because it's collaborative storytelling. But yeah. you don't have to be good. You could be evil.
0: Yeah. Again, in these games, I get to the end of the games and essentially you have to do good to get to the end of a lot of these games. But along the way, in Bioshock, you know, the little sisters, they're gone. The villagers of Fable, <laughs> all dead. Skyrim. Yeah. I am wanted by many a local authority um, for being a werewolf, a vampire, or just plain fucking evil. Um, <laughs> no, I'd love to guess. That would be so fun. I'll, I'll start thinking about you're going now. That I'll, I'll start focusing on this now, and you're going to start getting messages at like three in the morning. I'm like, right. I've decided my character. He's got one yellow eye. He's got one <laughs> blue eye. His hair blue um, <laughs> that's oh oh that's really excited me um, so that's I, so that's gonna become a live gig for you that's the you well, want to tour it
1: we do live performances at yeah. comic conventions mm-hmm. at games conventions as, as part of like you know like you describe a sort of panel. Yeah. You know, you're on stage, but but you're there as part of the the general offering as a, as a comic convention. I think we'd love we'd love to do a tour. You know, yeah. we'd love to do standalone live shows, but that's just a bit that's um. It, that's it's maybe beyond us in terms of like logistical organization yeah. we're not events organisers, so I think yeah. that's going to take a little bit more a little yeah. bit more effort from us. Yeah.
0: Well, mm-hmm. well, you know, all so what you would need. I'm just yeah, I'm you know I'm like getting my in my head now, and I'm like right. We're going to make this happen because I want to be this <laughs> evil wizard and I want to do it in front of people. It's no good doing it in my room. <coughs> so you need you. So it'll be all of you. That's it. You see that many microphones. You are there. Is there any mm-hmm. other, you know, do we. Is there any like live feed projections? No. It's all talking. Uh, no, maybe we, a video screen. S- yeah, we yeah.
2: sometimes have like cause so when we do, uh, we do London MCM Comic Con a lot of the time and EGX, and uh, there's usually like a screen and we just have like our little logo on the background there as well. So uh, yeah, like that's all we need. We did a bit do uh, Vault Festival
1: in London a few years yeah, back, was four fun. years back. So we that did was Vault off... Festival. We did a live show there. That was our first live first show. First live show, yeah. Think... And we had some sound effects there. So
0: I think this all sounds, you know, I think this is a humble setup. Uh <clears throat> I think this is doable. it is uh, you are but but humble people trying to bring the joy of the tabletop game to the people um I think yes. I think we can make this happen and in fact if even just... even if I have to do it my bloody self because I wanna i'm <laughs> I do not know the name of this wizard um eoj there we go um great yeah, it's just as it's my name backwards isn't it um yeah. and I've, I've also got before we start wrapping this up, I've got to ask, is there a favorite thing that you've both done in regards to this particular line of work that you still to this day are like, oh, I'm so bloody proud of that.
2: Gosh, it's, I think there's there's so much. Like I'm like Jane, I'm I'm really proud of all the Oxventure stuff that we've made. Mm. I think like there's a lot of really fun <clears throat> stuff that we've made there for people. Um. Yeah, I don't. That's a hard question. That well, is a we, hard question. We've, we've
0: we've got time for grown woman cries at video game cat to to become a firm <laughs> firm favourite. Uh, so is is is
2: the,
0: is the question too broad? What's the? No, I'm not going to make it I'm, any less broad. I, I, I'm I, I proud want of, to dissect. I'm proud you. of
1: everything we've done. I'm proud of everything we've done, and I think um, it's there's an enormous body of work. If it's not incredibly vain to call it that, literally hundreds oh, well, no, it and is. hundreds. Of videos over a really a really long span of time, and you know I'm I'm proud of all of it. Like don't I mean don't go back and watch it more than five years back, but um, <laughs> I'm still proud of it. And um, uh, but in terms of well, the first thing I thought of before the the question slightly changed direction was like what 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 of what's the most like memorable thing you've done? And there was yeah. a point where I um I uh I did a zero g flight. That you know, one of, those like, one of those weightless kind of space-type flights <coughs> where they they do a parabolic flight. They kind of fly in a sort of um, in such a way that you're like weightless for periods of time. And I did it for um, well, it was a, it was a promotional sort of event for a video game, Mass Effect Andromeda, and that was probably the 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 biggest, best jolly, like mm-hmm. press trip that I've ever done. Yeah, but that was that mm-hmm. was incredible. When
0: fun. I when I uh... Met up with uh, all of you minus Jane and, and Luke, um, <clears throat> three of the five. Um, you you were, we were talking about a lot of the press trips that you'd had, um, and the just the adventures you'd gone on. I mean, zero gravity is phenomenal, but one mm-hmm. I particularly remember is Tony Hawk hearing one of you speaking. And going, my kids listen to your videos.
2: Yeah, um, Andy and uh, Mike went to this YouTube event where they invited a bunch of gaming creators. Like it was like kind of a, a week of you know, talks and things, interesting things, and like kind of building relationships with YouTube, the company, and with other creators and all that sort of stuff. Um, and yeah, Tony Hawk di- came and did like a kind of uh, little like an, chat. Inspirational, an inspirational talk. talk talky type that someone was interviewing him about like his life and stuff and then yeah afterwards they were like oh let's go say hi to Tony Hawk because we've got to say hi to Tony Hawk because <laughs> oh, oh we have to say hi to Tony Hawk Um and yeah and Tony Hawk was like hang on are you these guys because my son watches your videos and just like <laughs> oh it's great it's, uh, the, more recently another great moment for andy with that was uh he and i met the voice actors behind red dead redemption and the actor who plays um arthur morgan who andy regularly does impressions of (laughs) like this character was like just went hang on i know your voice i recognize your voice and andy looked like a child on Christmas morning. (laughs) I'd never seen him so happy. And because I was still like nerding out and being like, oh my God, it's Arthur Morgan and (laughs) and John Marston are in this room. Oh my God. Um, But yeah, I was just, I just got such like kind of um, joy from watching my friend's face light up. Uh, That, that was great. That was really cool. Um, And then another cool thing that I got to do with Andy is we went to um, a Press day for Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland. I think um, I remember you saying this. Yeah, yeah, I think we told you about because we just kind of recently, well, the y- year before, had been on that, and it that that was the most ridiculous press trip we made. I I was really proud of the video that we made from it as well, like because we basically like combed through all our footage and had a look at all these different things, and I found like just finding like weird little fun um, references to the Star Wars universe from like outside of the park and like from the films and things like that. And one of the drinks on the bar menu for the cantina was a drink that um, a character had ordered in one of the novels. And it was just like, that's wild. Like, it like, and it it wasn't even like a novel that's because there's a novel about the theme park area, of course. You can read about the adventures in Batu, But um, (laughs) like... The, the, it was from it was like Padme or someone. Like Are you telling somewhere. me you
1: read Star Wars novels, Ellen? No, because I'm gonna have to call. I you did, a nerd I,
2: did but... I did, I did a big wiki search. Don't worry. <sighs> okay. <laughs> was it... I cheat, I did the
0: cheat sheet wiki. I mean, we were we've all the been world. looking at wikis, Ellen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so like, oh god, it just it all just sounds so. so J- Jane's in zero gravity. You're getting to have your dream Star Wars adventure. Uh, Andy's mm. getting recognised by cool people from Red Dead Redemption. Just mm-hmm. what a what a bloody joy, um, and it has been such a joy talking to you both. Um, thank you so much for taking the time to do this, and I think it, it yeah this has just been nothing but a pleasure. And I'm uh, if I wouldn't already be red faced from the absolutely fucking awful weather we're having this heatwave, <laughs> I'd be red faced from uh, from smiling. So actually, I'm doubly red faced. In fact, I've turned into a tomato. That's well, what's thank
1: happening. you for having us. This has been such a treat.
0: Yeah, oh. this really has.
1: And I've gotten shinier and shinier over the course of the last <laughs> hour. Oh, 100 percent,
2: It's because yeah. you
0: keep eating those bloody apples. The bloody <laughs> apples. <laughs> the bloody eat, apples eat again. Evil Ellen Have apples. The apples. Honest Jane. <laughs> eat the apples, Jane. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, let's. Uh, let's. I'm trying to think of some sort of sign-off. Um, we could. Should we just chant apples menacingly, and then I'll slowly okay. fade it out. Okay.
2: Okay. Agreed. Okay. Apples. 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 apples, apples,
0: apples, 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 apples. apples. This is chaos because of the lag. Apple. <laughs> <laughs> And that was that! Uh, Thank you very much to Jane and Ellen for joining me. I'm still fighting off a cat, by the way, Um, who's now trying to... You want to talk? Lovely. Um, Egon is still running around in circles. Ellen is crying somewhere about this, that this cat is so full of love that it's um, totally unhinged in its quest for uh, stroking. Uh, You know, you want your head stroked, you want your little... Face of your tail stroke. Don't try to make love to the cables. Uh, (laughs) Anyway, this was the penultimate episode. Thank you very much for joining me. Again, you can catch me on tour with Club Cataclysm across the UK and Ireland at the end of 2022. I don't know when you're listening to this. It might be afterwards. Hopefully, it went well. Um, And next week is the final episode. Um, And I am very, very excited. Excited is a word here which means. I can't believe I spoke to this person. So I will see you for the final episode next week for a very fine day. Goodbye!